0: Hey, y'all. This is a preview to the latest premium subscriber only episode to Champagne Sharks. So what you're hearing is a small clip of a longer episode that is available over on Patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks. And it's available to premium subscribers who pay five dollars a month. And if you want to hear the rest of the episode, go over to Patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks and subscribe for only $5 a month. You get not only access to this episode in its entirety, but to the whole backlog of premium episodes, which at this point is over 100 episodes at this point. So it's a great deal. So without further ado, here is the preview, and I hope we... See you on the other side at Patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks, where you can hear the rest.
1: Oh, man. So is this all just revenge of the nerves, man? Yeah. This is all this all is, man. It's just going to be a cycle of revenge. That's all it is, man.
2: Damn. Yeah, that's really all it is. But we've talked about this before on, on past episodes about social media. And, of course, everybody knows I blame everything on social media. I think you're right. What that, yeah. I mean, what it did, it just gave a it gave an avenue to people that were never important. And they are mad about it, whether it be the guys that couldn't get a date to the Sadie Hawkins dance in eighth grade or maybe it was, you know, the girl that couldn't date the athlete, or maybe it was the guy that couldn't date the fine cheerleader. These motherfuckers found their way to college, got some degrees, they started writing from some hack website, now they're on Twitter with 100,000 followers and babbling. With everything but, across but, the board. But you, those, you know it's interest- Yeah, but, but you know what's <laughs> yeah. interesting,
0: you know, interesting too, man, is like, these people are like, um, mad about it and stuff, right? But the real I think nerds that had a hard time is like, okay, okay, think about like the, the black male nerds and stuff uh because because there were black male nerds i'm sure but these people don't even see them they're taking like a select group of black and universalizing them as a total black experience like not every black guy in a predominantly white school was an athlete or a rapper or had swag because this is this, this the groups they were talking about uh, oh a lot of black guys could rap a lot of black guys had swag or were cool or they represented like you know the hip-hop lifestyle and there were athletes and they're bringing up all this stuff and i'm like you know what there was probably a lot of black geeks and a lot of black nerd males who were being ignored by everybody the white people and the black cool. people but yeah. they've kind of erased to preserve uh this narrative because I mean, there's a lot of black nerds out there. You see them all the time. You look at incel boards, there's tons of black. Oh yeah. It's like, because those, we have the worst of both worlds because they don't even get the benefit of white nerds, at least get the social capital of being white. Like, it's like, Hey, I'm a nerd, but you know, I get movies like the, uh, knocked up movies where it's like, you know, or or super bad where it's like, we're getting cute girls Mm -hmm. and we have movies based on us and whatever. And you see like, uh, the white nerds, you know, might become like a Silicon Valley guy, get a hot girlfriend or there's at least some kind of narrative. You always see with hipsters all the time. You see some hipster that's like a, a dweeb and he's with like an attractive uh, woman. But like the real black dweebs, like there's nothing for them. Like, like they don't get the uh, benefit of the negative stereotypes that, you know, work out in their favor sometimes. They don't get the social capital of being white. Like the white nerd at least can still cash in on being white. Like you're like the worst of everything. You come from like <laughs> black stock. You're not, you don't even have swag. You're not even dangerous. You can't even scare white people or titillate. You're just
2: a vessel. Yeah, you're just a bag of bones. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can't, you can't titillate white women. You can't titillate black women. Like you're just, and these, and these women like complaining about this, don't even uh, think about those guys. Cause, cause you're not going to tell me those guys didn't exist in your school too. Yeah. Yeah, um, but well, well, one yeah, they even p- exist in
2: all black schools. Yeah,
0: they exist in all black schools. Um, this woman uh, in the thread she put, yeah, I, I identify me having very few friends and being miserable at my predominantly white institution in a, in Georgia, where I see the black guys with people around them constantly. So she's basically, uh, this is really interesting. They're not saying, "Hey, I see the black guys with the white people, and I wish the black guys were with me." They're saying. I see the black guys with the white people, oh, and I wish the white people right. were with me. Yeah. But that's what I was saying, where I don't think the Preston Mitchums of the world are jealous of the black guys because they want the black guys. I think they're jealous of the black guys because black guys have gotten that attention. And I feel like they're still feeling it, these people, right? Because look at people like Issa Rae or the Black Lady Sketch or whatever. Like These white people are propping them up or whatever, but they're not really funny, like and Aaron Magruder was they're not really funny like Eddie Murphy was they're not really funny like uh Dave Chappelle like because because that's that's the reason why they're still mad at Dave Chappelle because for all their woke SJW type humor whatever Dave Chappelle comes out is politically incorrect as hell it's right back to high school look at all the white people just ran back to Dave Chappelle Mm
2: -hmm. none of these people like no one was where a new Wu-Tang album came out
0: yeah, yeah. None of these, pe- none of these people were uh, doing this for Amanda Seals when she had her stand up sh- show. The two dope queens, they got like that kind of head pat type of praise, but nobody was, you know, like these people have been oh. given the run of media for like the past ten years. Yeah. But once the black guy came back, he got the attention right back again because he's fucking funnier. Like, like, like these people are. Ivy educated and square and corny. They're not even 80 West. They're like good immigrant kids. I just, to, or
1: cosplay I, I, and-, and I still think that I don't care what nobody says. I still think that Lawrence initially wasn't coming back on that insecure show because they, they didn't expect for him to become a more sympathetic character than Issa's uh, than character. I really believe that like, I think I, yeah I, I put in my temporal cool. Yo, I semi
0: believe it. I think he was always going to come back, but they wanted to give the girls room to breathe so that they can seem interesting. So I think they were like, hey, if we take him away for like eight episodes, right? hmm Then people fall back and people fall in love with the girls because people cared more about Lawrence yes. and uh he overshadowed everything. His story was way more yeah. interesting. Yeah, so
1: so even he, among like, women. Women wanted he, to see more. Even about, even yeah.
0: among women. Yeah, yeah, and and it's the same thing. Like I think went back to high school again. They're like, "Fuck, it's high school all over again." You put a fucking nigger in the show, and <laughs> everyone went to see him. Like, like it was just like this high school thread. So then they do it, and then boom, you know, this it was horrible without him. Like, cause those girls were just not interesting. Like, like they were just nerdy, nasty. Like, like the storyline was wasn't good. Then when Lawrence came all right. back, it just automatically got interesting. Like, again but yeah but
1: be that as it
0: may this is this is where i think i'm I'm gonna end it with this and i'm gonna take it back to a place that uh you don't like you don't like mario but i think a lot of white men and a lot of white women have a sexual fixation on black men like (laughs) i think
2: because because okay we, like, we know that's true they have websites like black yeah James. come on
0: Yeah, and
1: <laughs> black
2: have, that's the easy part yeah <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and it's, like, it's like the most popular type of porn i mean the whole way that they fix it on athletics like the way they love cool black dudes it's something uh, sexual with them and i think to some degree a lot of these people and this is where i was going with the whole press and Mitchum thing i think a to a large degree, a lot of these black gay guys and a lot of these black women, they get that there's something sexual there. And that's where a lot of the real animosity comes from. They oh. hate that. Because, look, when they talk about black guys, they don't even talk about us like whole people. Like James Baldwin said that, he said that a black man is just like a walking phallus. Like, like, like you're basically just a walking dildo. Like yeah, like a black man is just something that is a carrier for a black penis, and if you look at how the interracial porn goes, what do they say over and over? BBC, BBC, yep. like, like big black cock. Yep. It's not even black man. It's not even like hey, here's the black man. It's almost like right. the black man's inconvenience. Like like you just like we we need the BBC, the big black cock, and I guess it's comes attached. It's a package deal. It comes with a black man. So okay, come in here. But yeah, the black men aren't really the appeal. It's bring in the stunt dick is there a stunt uh, dick here yeah exactly the dick is the star. like in porn like the whole woman's body is like you know the appeal like people talk about oh jenna jameson or hey Mm -hmm. i like this porn star like, like with the women but the guys is just bbc they don't even like say read the guy's name it's just like bbc bbc and if you look at the slave play and all this stuff and how all these people are into like bdsm and this blavity crowd like they're very cool being objectified. Like, they're, like, rectifying me. So I think the jealousy is even double because not only are you getting the attention, like, we have this whole race play, slave play, objectification, BDSM fixation, ready to be reduced to body parts, and you're getting that objectification that, uh, you know, we want like to be treated like a kind of human dildo. You know, you know what I'm saying? And I think there's a lot of jealousy there because also a lot of these people are into men and women so it's like they're jealous in both ways like you know like like a lot of these um uh feminists will get jealous of the attention that the white women are giving but they also get jealous of the attention that the white men are giving because in both cases it's 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 sexual like i said i think to a degree we as black men kind of fucked fucked it up because when it was our time in the spotlight we did do what these guys were doing in high school as far as like in the in the media and stuff like uh black men like like when i watch boondocks the black women's stereotypes are so fucking bad they make black women look so fucking bad in in, in all that stuff and mm-hmm. i mean
1: i never i never I'll picked up t- on t- any yeah. of those there's a lot of stuff i want to watch now from my new lens that i've that I may have liked
0: Dude, years ago. Watch a lot of yeah. 2000s black blackmail stuff, but blackmail stuff that was likely to get into the white awareness, you know, and you and you'll see like 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 I don't think the the like the deaf comedy jam type of stuff made for a black space really had this, but it's more like the black stuff in front of white people because cause that's what they were doing. Like I never saw Damon Williams talk like that in a black space, but he went in the view and he does that. Like, right. you know, and right and uh Dale Hewley did that in the Tonight Show and uh, Aaron Magruder was doing an adult
1: swim and, what's interesting is you know. it's always a black comedian that does that for a white comedian. I don't I don't think I ever seen it the other way around. Like I saw Yeah, yeah. DL Hughley. He's caped for he caped for George Lopez. So I guess he's not white but non-black. He caped for mm-hmm. George Lopez when he had the issue with the sister throwing her out of the club. Uh he did it for Don mm, Imus. I forgot about that, you're right. Yeah, did it for Don Imus. Um you just named Damon Win- I didn't even know Damon Wayans did that. For uh, Don, me neither. I, That's I never knew
0: he did that. I just found this out. I just found this out recently. But yeah, man. I mean,
1: Chris Rock with I his, can see where some of that with that. You said what he what, what was up with him when he was with those white I mean they had the whole nigger thing. You know, with with oh, Chris yeah. Rock and yeah. months yeah. back and so like i don't know man but i
0: think that that i think that i think the dynamic is just like what they were seeing in high school because you know a lot of those uh black athletes and and cool guys were letting white guys the white athletes get away with some crazy shit and like how about that guy who um what's his name on the nfl team who got in trouble for like another nfl
1: player? You talk about Richie that, Incognito, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Richie Incognito, yeah. and yeah. he, uh, and it came out that he said the n word all the yeah. time in the locker room, and the other black guys were caping for him over the, because that that guy who was bullying, even though he was an NFL player, he was kind of a nerd, and yeah, and a lot of cool black guys will do that too. A lot of cool black guys will side with the cool mm. white guy over the black nerd, like they'll, help and the you cool. know how you know
2: that's true yeah. because when Riley Cooper said it, they all wanted to beat the piss out of him. Mm. And then Michael Vick put the cape on and saved him. Yeah, so, yeah. It's unfortunate. But no, you're right, though. Because And Mario, again, that's a rare occasion because in any locker room I've been in, if a white dude said that, it was on. Yeah. So I it it, it yeah. But it, it depends. Ne- that didn't it, it, fly. Yeah. It depends. it depends. It
0: depends because because in my school, my school was uh because I moved to Long Island in uh and I went to like I went to a high school that had a big black population. Uh, black people were kind of taken over the school, and now it's a predominantly black school. But at the time, it was approaching like fifty percent. So there was a lot of tension, right? But the football team was still like majority white with a handful of oh. black people because. It was it was kind of like the old tradition, mm-hmm. you know. But the black people who were on the football
2: team were the
0: biggest coons.
1: Oh man, I
2: like, can see like that. Like the
0: rest, the rest of us, the rest yeah, of I us, I can
2: see that too, especially football players.
0: Yeah, the rest of us, like all the cool black people, who kind of uh, were more into like black culture like on the basketball team and you know played soccer and stuff like that like i played on the soccer team the rest of them but on the football team was the domain of the coon and there was the a black people i didn't get along with the other black people all i did was hang out with white people and there were a handful of them they would wear tight pants but, but this isn't in, in the baggy pants era like this is back when wearing tight pants was like a crazy thing you could do as a black guy now it's like normal but you know like, like they would wear like big belt buckles with tight pants and the cowboy but they would just be trying too hard and those were the kind of dudes that would like join with a white person to laugh at a, a black person, you know, like for being ghetto or being like a a nerd or something. Uh-huh. And I can see the guys like that making it to the NFL and being the guys who, uh, you know, uh, mocked uh, that-, that took sides with Richie Incognito. The NFL you know is know full saying? of
1: guys like that, as far as, especially mm-hmm. at the at the uh, at the higher level. Man, it's a it's a coon factory. It seems like. There's a certain culture yeah. in that league that um, it just seems like it's hard to break away from and practice any type of independent thought, man.
0: Like, All right. So that was a preview. If you like what you hear and you want to hear the rest of the episode and a hundred more episodes, then by all
1: means, go over to patreon.com forward slash champagne sharks. Take care y'all.